Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Jason and Natalia uh, Ruper. They're the parents of Alexis Ruper, who's currently in uh, South Florida. Uh, she was recently arrested on uh, first-degree murder, and um, it's a very difficult time for them, but I really appreciate them taking the time to come in and sitting down and talk with us. Jason, Natalia, how are you guys doing this afternoon? Good. It's Natasha. Natasha, my apologies. Natasha Rupert and Jason Rupert. How are you guys doing? Um, all right. We're hanging in there. Okay. Where are you guys at? I mean, it's very sunny where you're at. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Is the sun still up there? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good. Now, it's about nine. I, I see. Jason's got on the glasses and, and it looks like it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon, but it's not. <laughs> now, um, I don't know where to start, but I, I, I wanted to, and I must say in a full disclaimer, I reached out to your daughter. When this whole thing happened, I reached out to your daughter. I spoke to her co-defendant. He talked to me, but your daughter didn't speak to me. And I wanted to figure out where, who was your daughter? Because there's no criminal history on her, right? Um, and I was a little confused when I read the story. How did a 21-year-old female get mixed up with a 40-year-old man and a 30-something-year-old individual who's casino life, the deceased uh, individual in this case? Neil Rice is your daughter's co-defendant. And it didn't match up. But here we're talking um, human trafficking, and that kind of played a role into this. So um, I want to start with you, um, Natasha, as to telling me, tell me a little bit about your daughter. Um, she's funny. She's, uh, she likes to draw. She's very friendly. Mm -hmm. she's naive <laughs> and she's she's just normal a, yeah a normal young lady that loves life now i know this is a this is extremely difficult for you guys right because um you know for you jason as a father um you you raise your daughter or raise your kids and you know if they slip and fall on a bike you know you can protect them this is one of the situation yeah. um you're not expecting you really can't do much you, you you're kind of sitting there you're helpless you can't really do much you can't come to your daughter's defense you can't give her a hug you can't tell her it's okay because she's so far away you guys are in Pennsylvania she's here in Florida how are you holding up dealing with that? It's hard. I mean, we're 18 hours away. She has, she doesn't have any family down there. Mm -hmm. She calls and cries, tells us how much she misses us, her sisters and brothers. I just, it's hard. It's real hard. I understand. I want you to, uh, uh, we're going to get through this, Jason, right? We're going to get through it. So um, 
I just want you to hang in there with me. All right. Now, Natasha, let me ask you this. Do you know how this all, if you can, tell me how did, or if you know, how did your daughter meet Neil? From my knowledge, um, she told me she met a friend in um, Erie at mm -hmm. the bar called the Sandbar. Um, Neil's cousin, she knew Neil's cousin and he introduced them is what she had told me and that's who she went to Florida with and she said she was going down there to dance and I asked her how she was getting down there she said her friends flying her down gotcha so you had limited information so now at some point she gets to Florida right as you said she's there to dance she's here in Florida are you guys communicating are you talking to her yes yeah, she'd call at first she was kind of she didn't really call too much and then right. she started calling and because she started missing home she started missing us because she's never left Pennsylvania this is the first time she's left this state I mean she might have went to Ohio or New York or something but she's never been away like surrounding that. states and she doesn't know anybody down there so she had no friends and so she was kind of missing home and she told us she was missing home and she was gonna you know come home soon um she stayed down there for a little while and then she told us that she wanted to come home but she couldn't get a plane ticket because she had gotten to an argument with her friend right and he broke her phone and took her purse so she didn't have her id so i told her you know well you're just gonna have to see if you can catch a bus then you know so she took a bus home and we picked her up in meadville at the bus station and she told us she was never riding a bus again <laughs> right <laughs> you know especially all the way from there but uh and she said she wasn't going back to uh, New York or New York, Florida, Florida, Florida. Uh, she said she thinks she was just going to wait a little while. Gotcha. But she was talking about maybe going to Las Vegas or something like that. She said, cause she wanted to go to the casinos. She didn't want to go back alone. She and, tried to get yeah. And she, to go with her. yep. She tried getting her friends to, uh, to come down with her. I know that she asked a couple people. And they were going to go, but then they changed her mind. They didn't go. And she went down. And then all this happened. Now, when you when you say uh, when you say her friend, did you didn't know who the friend was at this time, right? You didn't know. So you didn't know it was I, a male or a female. Well, I knew it was a male. OK. Eventually. Because whenever she got down there, she was taking pictures. Remember? Yeah. And we've seen pictures. Okay. Well, that's what he's asking you. Yeah. You didn't know he was a man until after he got down there. She got down. Okay. All right. So I'm, but he, she said they were just friends. Okay. And he was helping her out. She said, with getting a place and getting jobs down there, dancing. Gotcha. Now, he's. 
as you said in the beginning, he's talking to her. She's not being very forthcoming. Now, I got a picture here. Now, you're talking about the last time she came home. And I, I mean, I'm assuming that this picture here is the last picture that you took from her when she when she went back to Florida. Now, I'm looking at yeah. this picture. She seemed very happy. Um, you guys are smiling. Um, at what point? What 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 time period is this? Is this like a holiday? Um, I don't think it was a holiday. She just she came back around March, St. Patty's, around her brother's birthday. Okay, because uh, Junior was born. Well, Junior was born, and we watched our daughter's dog. So, yeah, and she, he was born in March. So that was. She went back to Florida probably, what, the, like the 11th of March? 11th yeah, was March. when he was born, so probably it was after St. Patrick's Day. It was like the 12th. Okay. She went back to Florida because um, we had come back up to the house, and then she said that she was going back. Okay. Now, I want to fast forward a little bit. She's in Florida. She came back, and she went back to Florida. That's, that's when everything that's when everything that's whenever she started acting weird on the phone wouldn't talk for very long that's when that started okay now at, at some point in time you you get the news okay and a lot of this is going to be uncomfortable for you because it, from my, from where i'm sitting all of this seems like human trafficking this well, for lack of a better word pimping and hoeing that's going on yeah. um your daughter being 21 no criminal history for you know lived pretty much a sheltered life living in pennsylvania you know maybe went to ohio um or go somewhere with with family and friends this is quite different from her okay uh, and a full disclaimer i spoke to neil he said he's been in this lifestyle since 1997, right? So he's very seasoned, very familiar with what's going on. Now, at some point in time, your daughter gets you. You get a you get the news that this has happened. I, I want you to tell me about when you got that phone call, starting with Natasha. When you got that phone call, what, how did your daughter convey that phone call to you as to what happened? And she find herself in this in this situation. Um. Well, she told me the night that it happened. She called me and and told me that she had witnessed a murder. Um. I asked her if she knew who it was. She said no. She didn't know who it was. Um. She, so she kind of was. But then, after that. She messaged, well, she asked, she had another Facebook and she messaged, she added me and she messaged me and said that she was going to Texas. Okay. And then she told me that she needed, because I guess she had gotten picked up in Texas. That's when she started explaining to me what was going on. Um, that she was, she was getting questioned. Um, and she said that she um that she needed a lawyer for for first degree murder and i just i didn't understand 
what was going on. And I know she said, I told her, I said, why don't you just come home? Just come home and then, you know, we'll figure out what's going on. Right. And he said, I want to come home, mom. I want to come home. Well, once she got arrested, she had told me that she told Neil that she wanted to come home and he had hit her and knocked her out and told her she wasn't going anywhere. So then I was like, when she, when I look back on all the weird things that she was acting like, right. she, uh, I was like, you know, he wouldn't let her come home. And when she left, I know that he would call her and tell her that she needed to get down there. And I know you said that she had told you that he had threatened her. And no. her family. And you get, you get this news out of the blue. You know, I'm sure you're talking to your husband about it. I mean, this is, this is a, I mean, any parent getting that phone call, this is throwing you for a loop. You're like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were in Florida a month ago or two weeks ago. Now you're in Texas. You're talking about a murder. How are you processing all this? Uh, Do you think it's a joke or she's just, I mean. We didn't know what to think because we didn't know what was going on. She kind of didn't, she didn't tell us much. It's like. It's like she was told not to tell us too much information. Um, we just got little bits and pieces. It seemed like when she was by herself and she could call us real quick, she'd talk about it a little bit. But she didn't even, like, she would call and then she'd be on the phone for maybe a minute or two and then she'd say, I got to go. Now, let me back you up a little bit. When you're getting these phone calls, is it FaceTime? Because if 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 he's if he assaulted her in in Texas and told her that she's not going anywhere, I would guess that this wasn't the first time he's put hands on her. It isn't the first time because that's who took her purse with her ID and smashed her phone. Um, and and she told me that he had hit her. So you're then. getting so you're getting phone calls, but you're not getting FaceTime. You're not allowed to see her FaceTime. No, no. At at that point when they were in Texas, I think I maybe FaceTime her whenever they just got down there, and she showed me that she he had gotten her a pit bull puppy, <coughs> and she was you know showing me that. A lot of times it's not face to her face, really. She has it other places. Got you. Um, in the car or, you know, and I'm like, Lexi, let me, you know, what do you, why are you waving your phone around like that? Right, right. You want to see your daughter. Yeah, I'm I like, get it. Yeah, I want to see you. And then, and then whenever I would try FaceTiming her, she'd hang up and she'd say, I can't, I got a new phone and it's not, it's an Android and it doesn't have good quality on the camera. So I don't use it is what she would tell me why she wasn't using her FaceTime, why she wasn't camera. Because I would even request to video chat and she would deny it. Now, so at that point, I don't know. Okay. I want to talk to you about this, this murder. Okay. I've, I've covered it uh, a great deal. Uh, The guy who got killed or uh, who's deceased, his name is Emmanuel Tinoco known on social media as casino life there's tons of videos there's you know him talking about pimping and so on and so forth 
Neil's a pimp. He's even pictures of them together, right, in in the strip club. Now, your daughter tells you that she witnessed a murder, right? Um, yes. What, how much of that you can tell me about, about what she's witnessed and saw? Because <laughs> when I read the police report, there is a lot of things that I have questions. Um, and, you know, in the news report, they're talking about a watch. My thing is, I don't think this is about a watch because when I read the police report, Neil and Casino Life, Mr. Tinoco, had issues prior to this watch situation in 2021, right? When they had this issue with the watch over a Well, I'm sorry, forgive me. My apologies. They had issues over a gun. Okay, when I speak, when I spoke to Mr. When I spoke to Mr. Rice, um, he tells me that, hey, listen, I sold this guy multiple guns, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, that night there, based upon surveillance footage, okay, to the best of your knowledge, do you think your daughter, and it, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like she's in the dark and a lot of, she's in the dark to a lot of this stuff that's going on. Was she aware of what she was getting involved in, what she was going to do? No. Um, I know she told me that she was selling a watch to him. She said he was going to buy a watch. Okay, so she didn't know. So prior to this whole watch, let's just take the watch out of the equation. Did she know that that, um, Casino Life and Neil knew each other um at the time the watch came up for sale she said no she said that somebody else told her mm-hmm. that um somebody else told her that casino would probably buy the watch okay so someone so she went yeah okay. and told neil that whoever it was that told her that casino would buy the watch she told him who would buy the watch and he's like, and that's when she knew, found out that they knew each other because he said he knew him. And he said, get a hold of him and see if he wants to buy the watch. Okay. And has, that's what has, she has she ever met Casino? She said that she met him one time when she was in Las Vegas. Okay. And it wasn't in a club. It was uh, in a casino. Okay. So she met Casino in Vegas but she didn't know that Casino and Neil had a, a a relationship. No, she didn't know they even knew each other until the um, until the watch thing come up. Okay, she said. All right, now there's three people that was there at the scene. Now, okay, she witnesses a murder. She don't know who got killed, right? Uh, there's three yeah. people there. Are you going to hang with me, Jason? Yeah. Okay. I know it's I know it's hard. You know, I know it's hard. Uh, there's three people there, but there's only two people in custody. Yeah. Any um, reasons for that? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't even, you know, I'm like, I don't, I even told Lexi, I said, I don't understand. You're in here. I said, where's the other guy? In the police report, it says there was two guys and a girl. 
and there's only two people in custody being charged right i don't know i mean she said that she told the uh she told the cop who the other person was that was with them let's take the murder out of the situation right i, I want to get back to but let's take the murder out of the situation and let's look at this just as a plain human trafficking case, right? Mm-hmm. I, in a full disclaimer, I reached out to the detective. He called me. We spoke. And I told him, I said, listen, I, I said, I know you're working this murder and, you know, you probably don't want to talk to me about that. But uh, my only interest is the human trafficking aspect of this case. Um, and I want to talk to you about that. And he says, okay. He says, um... Let me let me let me talk to my sergeant and I'll get back to you. He, he never called me back, but he gave me, you know, I have a cell phone. Let me call me, you know, but he never he never got back with me. You know, he said he would ask, but let's forget that there's a murder for a moment that's involved. If we look at this as a typical human trafficking case, your daughter would be the victim. OK. Based upon the things that she's described to you and the things that you observe trying to have uh communicate with your daughter the controlling aspect the uh the domestic violence it would just play it would be a open and shut case that she's the victim and she's under control so Mm -hmm. if if the human trafficking aspect is the aggravating element to this because casino life is a pimp neil is a pimp he makes no secret about that your daughter was in a sex worker lifestyle from a sheltered life. Now she's involved in prostitution. One would say, okay, yeah, she's the victim in all of this. So I am still perplexed as to why she is still in custody and not out on bond. I have no idea. Now I'm not, I'm not excusing the murder. Okay, fine. The murder, but Mm -hmm. before we even got to the murder, I don't, I don't feel that she knew that that was even going to happen. I mean, I I don't. I think she was left in the dark about that. So whatever it was between Casino and and Neil, I I don't I don't think she even knew because I mean she told me that when she found out that they knew each other was about the watch. Right. She said, no, 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 but, told her. but yeah, but, and, and that's a, and that's a very interesting, that's a very valid point that you just made. Uh, but I'm just saying, if we take, we're talking pimping and prostitution or hoeing for lack of a better word. Okay. We don't get to the murder if we don't include that because that came first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yes. by that coming first, therefore she is the victim in this case because yes, we talking fraud, force, or coercion. We have all those elements there, mm-hmm. right? I spoke to Neil, yes. right? I don't know if you guys have heard that interview, but he, when, when I talked to your daughter, she didn't want to talk to me. He said that she was, you know, a female like, I, I, I don't know exact word he used, but I think he said the fem- a female like that did the right thing, not talking to me because she don't know what's going on, which kind of alludes to me that she's still in pocket, somewhat under some control some under instruction that all that all that great stuff so if we're going to figure this out and there's someone still on the loose why not she get a bond and then we sort all this out 
she doesn't have a criminal history. Yeah, so, she's never been in trouble. So she's not yeah. running anywhere. And she was never running. Yeah. I mean, they found her in Texas, but she went to Texas. And then whenever they found her and they set her free, they didn't have to search for her. She stayed right there in Texas. Yeah. She killed. She yeah. didn't go. I mean, she, I feel whenever they questioned her, gonna... she should have been what, wanted to what run. What did you say, Jason? I feel someone's going to run from something like that. I know if I was in that situation, I wouldn't be swimming in a motel pool. Or at the mall. Out in public, out in the mall, shopping. Because that's where they picked her up at the first time. And the second time, she was at the apartment. Yeah, she never left. Well, she probably is not aware of what... And and again, she's in the dark. Because she's not Mm -hmm. aware of what's going on between these two. Um, so I, I, I get that now they seen a gullible girl when they come upon her, they knew she was gullible. They took advantage of it. They took advantage of it. She's a country girl. I'll go for that. I mean, she, she lived in Pennsylvania and we lived down the country most of the time. So it was hard to even see the pole lights in your neighbor's house. I mean... She don't know none of that street, whatever goes on, you know. Right. Hell, I don't even know. Let, let me let me ask you this. Um, in just to fast forward a little bit, how is the family? I know she has other siblings. How is the family taking all this? Her brother, her sister. Um, I hear there's a gentleman in the background. How are you guys coping with all of this? Because I mean, this is. This is quite different from we're talking Miami, Florida, Erie, Pennsylvania. It's night yeah, and day. Night and day. Yeah. Yes. How is the family dealing with it? Starting with the siblings. Um, it's hard. It's hard. They we're miss her. Wreck. They don't know what to do. They want to help her. But and like we're 18 hours away. We can't even go see her. Because, you know, I mean, it's not like we can drive 18 hours and then come back home. Come back home. Right, right. Or to even just afford to stay down there for a long period of time, you know. Right. So we can, you know, she has no support. She has no family down there. He brought her down there. Right. And she, and was, dependent, all, you know, she was dependent upon him. On him. So, I mean, even if she did try running anywhere, she really didn't have anywhere to run because she didn't know anybody. Right. And if she would have ran, she would have come right here. Mom and dad. And she... I want to give you guys a moment. Uh, She's currently being represented by the Public Defender's Office. Have you guys thought about setting up a GoFundMe for her? Maybe we set one up. You set one up? What is that yeah, GoFund what is that GoFundMe page? I posted it on my Facebook and on Instagram. Um I don't know much about the GoFundMe link is 
Um, where do I find the link? Did you put her name in the in the story? In the GoFundMe? Yes, it's Alexis. It's Alexis Rupert for legal fees and to come home. Okay, I found it. Uh, let me put, let me put that up. Let me put that up on the screen so people can see it. Um. And that's her and her son. And that's the Lexi I see is the smiling. Read the card we got from her. Well, we didn't. And she wrote it to Dana and Abby. Yeah. That's still. Okay, I got I got to go fund me up on the screen. Um, you said this is her and her son. How old is her son? Her son is three. He's three. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys have a call with her at eight o'clock, um, so I don't want to interrupt that. But it it's got to be hard for her one being in the situation that she's in and not being able to even speak to her son. Yeah, are are you guys giving yeah. her, you know, telling her that to not to stress too much because I mean it's I mean it's got it's got to be to- hard. We told her I to told stay her strong. Just concentrate. Don't worry about nothing outside right now. I know it's going to be hard. Right. Just concentrate on yourself and take care of yourself in there. Okay. Now, before I let you go, and people can go to the GoFundMe, it's Alexis Rupert for legal fees and come and to come home. They can go to that GoFundMe. They can go to and donate and to help um, with her legal fees. Now, I don't want to say that because she's represented by the public defender's office, but I think um, it would help if people share this to bring awareness to this situation. Uh, I I do feel that your daughter, looking at this from a whole, she got mixed up in some things that she should have never been involved in, um, and it's extremely unfortunate. She wrote uh, these little postcard notes to us. She said, hey, guys, I just wanted to tell you all I miss you and love you all very much. And she said, I have court for court. I have a calendar call for October 27th. Also, for the mail postcards, it said it was denied because you put the street address and not the P.O. box. I've been trying to keep my head up in here. I'm still going to be in lock because someone has COVID in here. So we have to wait 10 to 14 days. It sucks. We can only come out 30 minutes a day. Tell everyone I love and miss them. I hope you got my other post of Spider-Man. She drew a Spider-Man for her son. Make sure Junior gets it. I wonder every day how he's doing. I've been worrying about him. There's so much I want to write. There's not much room on these little ass cards. <laughs> Just keep praying for me, please. And send good vibes. It's much needed for me right now. My mind is racing. I love you, mom and dad, Graham, grandpa, brothers and sisters. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got in trouble because I stopped 
They said I had to take take there. I don't really have a choice in anything here. And can do we they want like they're everything apart you have in your cell make you wake up all hours of the night and you're not allowed to tell people to shut the fuck up <laughs> ever though they're the ones who don't know how to act and the deputies are always right even though that's not true are always and you're not allowed to have bad days so you always have to act happy or they'll send you away for a couple days even if you were only crying these bitches be trying to get into my head calling me names saying they're gonna beat my ass but they dumb as fuck i wish they'd try i got into the drama <coughs> <clears throat> or try not to all the extra shit goes out the window and you're not allowed standing in your door window at night shift they'll yell at you tell you they're going to take your time out everyone's always yelling I hate it I can never read when they do some of the shit people say in here it's funny though like where you come up with that most of the time I hide under my blanket you're not allowed to but they let me I act like I'm sleeping but I'm actually just reading nobody bothers me that way it's hard it's hard it's very hard she wrote to her sisters she said, Abby, I know your birthday's on the 10th. I just wanted to say happy birthday. I don't know if I'll be able to call, but I miss you dearly. I wish I could hear your voice and hug you right now. She says, live it up, but be responsible. I love you so much and have fun. Always think of you and me spending stuff speeding i know life can be rough sometimes just always think of the good things because it could be worse she said dana i know your birthday is on the 19th happy birthday sis i miss you so much i hope the baby's doing great i wish i could be here i know you're going to be a great mom you'll actually get to see him grow up something i wish I can do for Junior every day. Make sure you have fun. You deserve it. I wish I could be there also. I know you guys are disappointed and I'm sorry. I wish things could be different, but it happened. I can only move forward and pray for the best. Yes, don't. Don't forget about me. Love your sister and give the baby a kiss for me. <laughs> On that note, 
Natasha, Jason, um, I'm, I'm here, you know, uh, I'm here in Florida. I would do my best to, to keep an air out. Um, I know you guys are far away, but just to keep you abreast of what's going on. Um, again, let me put that GoFundMe on the screen um, so people can support her um, and hope to bring her back home. You guys are more than welcome to come back anytime. Um, my platform is your platform. Uh, I, I know it's a very, very extremely difficult time for, you, for the whole family, but I want you guys to just um, stay strong. And I appreciate you guys um, coming on here and taking the time to chat with me and talking about your daughter. The GoFundMe is Alexis Rupert for legal fees and to come home. Please do go donate. Please do go uh, show your support. Um, I know she's calling you guys at 8 o'clock. It's 749. Um, and again, you guys are more than welcome to come back anytime you want. Thank you. And, and thank you guys again. All right. Take care.